I'm going to move us to bigger surprises, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to sneak in a favourite of mine this year, which was a complete, complete surprise. I was in Tauranga um, visiting on a family visit, and uh, I went to uh, an old colonial cottage there, an old Catholic mission cottage. Uh, yes. It's called the Elms, beautiful property. Uh, and Carl Chittam, who's just taken over at yep. the Dallas, who was at Tauranga Art Gallery, had organised an installational series in the different rooms in the cottage. Um, of just a knockout series of artists, Maureen Lander, Christine, Crystal Changang, Peter Cochran, John Roy, this really diverse bunch who'd really engaged with the history of this place and managed to really just unpick all of these different politics in a really kind of contemporary way. I thought it was extraordinary and a complete surprise. So with that, your biggest surprises of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah, um, sure. Um... Two for me. Uh, I want to uh, shout out to Pano Spa, the kind of mixtape that uh, uh, there's a list of people involved. Coco Solid's involved, Queen Kapusu from Fuswag is involved, um, uh, plus a, a long list of others, Brown Boy Magic and a, and a bunch of other uh, producers. Sorry, I can't get everyone's name because uh, there's too many of them, but that, that's a record that came out, or a mixtape that came out. What's it called? Uh, it's called Fano Spa, Fano with an nice. F. Um, and it's... Uh, <laughs> it's writing these things Available down. on all platforms, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, it's... it's um, I don't know if you've heard it, Simon, or I don't know, I'm just going to sound like an old fart if I try and describe this music, but I think it's, like, cool, woke, uh, rap, crap. <laughs> cool, woke, rap. Hip-hop. Um, and uh, yeah, all, all the rest that I've been loving that, and so uh, thank you. Uh, and then the, 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 I suppose in terms of like the art gallery uh, experience, I uh, visited uh, or saw for the first time it was the same day I saw my Yona Lee exhibition, but I saw the Captain Cook, uh, the Michael Potter <gasps> Captain Cook sculpture uh, yeah. in action. And I'd only kind of read about it in articles and only kind of seen the documentation of it. But I think to see that work in, uh, not only in the flesh, but in the context of a humming uh, art gallery of New South Wales with kind of, uh, uh, you know, an image of kind of Sydney's diversity and multiculturalism kind of working through that space was was actually really quite something for me. And so it kind of, I love how that work kind of... uh, swallows, uh, is complicit to uh, and subverts all of the kind of opulence that are kind of and the art gallery of New South Wales kind of entails but uh, yeah I thought that was uh, a work that I'd read about, thought about, but didn't really know anything about until I kind of... With the to... warships of Woolloomooloo in the back. Yeah, 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 all, 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 all yeah. of that. I, I yeah. was, I was um, <laughs> yeah, very excited to kind of uh, see, see that work doing doing its thing and then some, you know, so uh, I'll throw that one out there. Oh, I had a similar moment um, with that work in mm-hmm. January. Simon? Uh, okay, I have a couple, I have a couple. Um, I didn't get to travel around New Zealand a lot. Uh, this year, but I was in the UK briefly, and I saw um, Sandra Perry's show. Um, got the title here: um, Typhoon coming on at um, Serpentine Sackler, um, and it was just um, incredible. It's incredible. So it's um, basically a, a, like a seamless projection around the gallery of a digitally altered image of Turner's slave ship, mm. um, and the whole. Um, Exhibition revolves around um, histories of blackness, of technology, um, and um, the ways in which technologies create these categories and create these identities 
um, and uh, are used for oppression, but they can also be you know, reused, turned back on themselves. And then my other surprising moment, um, I'm really sort of stretching the definition of surprise here, <laughs> <laughs> um, was a conversation between Ella Sutherland and Deborah Rundle at the mm. um, No Common Ground Symposium, um, led by Enjoy's curator and my boss, Sophie Davis. Um, and so it was about Ella's project, which we've really spoken about, looking at, um, at Lagans, at the history of um, basically queer ephemera and queer design languages, and Deborah Rundle was involved in two um, queer feminist journals. Um, so they have someone on one side um, asking questions of this material, not having experienced it, experiencing it as... Um, as historical documentation, and then to have someone involved in the actual production of mm. it um, is a way of just really uh, livening that archive, making it seem um, completely entangled and emotional and political, mm. and to make the, scene, make the work of, um, of political activis- activism and of social change um, something deeply affective and deeply um, messy and ambivalent and ways I find quite exciting. Very good. Well, that sort of brings us to a next subject, which is around conversation. Uh, we've got best publication and best piece of writing, and maybe you guys would like to address both of those things. Uh, you're not a half-bad writer yourself, Heather, uh, an editor. What have you got <clears throat> down there? I, um, I wanted to give uh, props to a book um, that's been edited and co-written by... Um, uh, someone who I very admire, Bronwyn Holloway-Smith, um, and it's a book called Wanted, The Search for the Modernist Murals of E. Mervyn Taylor. And um, this is a book which may, um, uh, you know, have the potential to read as kind of a wee bit dry, but actually it's it's not. It's a, it's a very um, uh, kind of lively, almost kind of um, detective-based uh, search for hunting down these these lost murals um, and the way that the the chapters unfold with the pursuit of these different works all around the country um, really kind of underscores the importance of um, us kind of treasuring, our, in particular, our mid-century and modernist um, public artworks, which we haven't been brilliant at preserving or even naming or knowing where they are. So, you know, earlier in the last decade, I did a project on the work of Gainan, and for example, you know, yes. he's he's another of our kind of extraordinary um, practitioners. That so many works have gone missing, and so many works, um, their their even their commissioning context or derivation are not well known. So it's a really important part of our history, and it's and it's a rollicking read. So I definitely would like to give big ups to that. A couple of um, pieces of text which um, struck me as being really important, um, two by Lana Lepizzi, one um, that appeared in the new long-form format of Pantographic Punch, um, is called um, Allyship, Not Ownership, on Good Curatorship and Being Tao Iwi, um, a very, very um, sort of fascinating, chewy, not easy read, um, and certainly not as a um, kind of ageing Pākehā curator, um, you know, but an important read, um, uh, most definitely. And also, I haven't read it yet, but her book, False Divides Up, through Bridget Williams' books. But also, just going back to the Luke Willis-Thompson kind of discussion, the K. Emma Ng um, text that she wrote, many people wrote very, very eloquently on um, that, those bodies of works, but her text, um, Hey, You There, The Tactics of Refusal and the work of Luke Willis-Thompson is definitely, definitely worth a read. Also, Panagraphic Punch, Panagraphic Punch yeah. too. 
Yep. So, you know, yeah. their, their support of long-form writing, RIP the reviews, like I am sad, still sad about that, <laughs> but actually shifting their focus into yes. supporting long-form writing um, has, has borne amazing fruit. So those, those are some of my highlights. Very good. Shannon? Uh, yeah, I've just got a couple, really. And, uh, yeah, uh, one's, one's a, a, not even a guilty pleasure, but it's a text that is quite personal to me and... and uh-huh. Uh, that is uh, Matariki Williams' response to my own oh, yes, show yes. at the Pan- uh, uh, sorry at the Dallas, published on the Pantograph Punch uh, again. And I suppose I, what I love about the text is a it's it, it is it's quite you know easy easy to read. It's it's, it's um, you know it's not really about. You know, my ego as the artist, it's very much about Matariki uh, articulating her own response to the work and uh, contextualising that within her own life experience. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of enjoy that about kind of any uh, criticism, I suppose, but also uh, on a real personal level. I mean, she did help uh, articulate some things that, well, sometimes I just need help in in, the, in that area. And I think it reminded me of uh, of all the kind of... The value of kind of working with uh, working alongside writers uh, as an artist and kind of opening up your work to other voices and things like mm-hmm. that. And so I wanted to kind of uh, shout out to Matariki and just say, uh, "Na mihi, really. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's become a really important piece of writing for me. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, outside of my own practice, I guess." Um, uh, but very much within the context, that, uh, in relation to the context that I'm working with, it is is uh, Lana Lopez's uh, false divides, uh, and I suppose I, I mean I'm interested interested in that text for all kinds of reasons. I think it's uh, uh, an excellent example of uh, scholarship. I think it's really well written, uh, and I think it, um, uh, you know, I suppose I. I Personally, but I think there is a feeling that we're reminding uh, ourselves in this part of the world that we're kind of water people, ocean people, and and all, all of the kind of um, beautiful kind of uh, social kind of um, 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 relationships that that might kind of inform. I guess I'm kind of totally into that buzz really at the moment. I know I'm not alone, and so I, I thought it was a really astute and valuable and timely kind of contribution to make. Um, and so, yeah, thanks, Lana. Fantastic. Yeah. Simon, what about you? Publications or pieces of writing? Uh, I have a few. I have a couple. Um, my first is Anne-Marie White and Robert Leonard's piece on George Hubbard in mm. Reading Room. Oh, yes. um, uh, again, um, this is something I didn't live firsthand. Um, and what I found so exciting and invigorating about the piece is because is, um, is how many of these conversations that we were having in the 90s are still relevant today and how many we're having again um, and haven't been resolved. Um, and I think, yeah, I think a lot of people like me have a, um, a lot to learn from uh, looking at someone like George Hubbard. Fantastic, guys. Well, we'd also like to just touch on moving image as well and, and shows that the people have seen that have, have really struck them. Um, and... Um, there's been plenty of it. I just mentioned a show I saw in March, uh, February, March at St Paul Street AUT called uh, Field Recordings, a collective features two of people I know, Jim Spears and Clinton Watkins, all work extremely elegant, almost landscape-based project, uh, a collective really working together to, to make uh, an exhibition hum as a collective of quite different 
takes on, on the documentary. It's rather beautiful. I wonder what other people have got. I've got a quick one. Um, well, maybe I have to come back with a second one, but the one that springs to mind really uh, for me would be uh, a Vernon Arkey work called T- Tall Man that uh, is, I think, still showing at the uh, MCA in Sydney there. And it was, it was made a few years ago now but and essentially just a really quick overview it splices together uh kind of news and archival footage around um a uh really tragic kind of death in custody that happened in in an area in uh, excuse me in north queensland and uh i mean to me uh it's not often that i'm lucky enough to get that we are lucky enough to get hit in the chest by a, a work and that was certainly one that uh a um brought light to a, a really important kind of social issue uh, B uh, made uh, a really great use of the medium uh, and I, I, I guess C was, was, was kind of generous in a way that kind of had, uh, had me as a viewer kind of wanting to learn more and more about uh, my own response to that work I guess and so uh, yeah, tall man Vernon Arkey, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's a really cool word. Yeah. Who's next? I can go. Um, so uh, uh, I've got a, a quick rundown. Um, Shri Rana Spong's work, which I've already talked about in Can Tame Anything, um, a t- 2016 work called This Creature was just a real standout for me. Um, has to be seen to be um, engaged with, so I'm not going to try and bumblingly describe it. But um, best install multi-channel dark. Uh, Steve Carr chasing <laughs> chasing the light. Uh, Christchurch Art Gallery. Yes. Yeah, yes. beautiful install. Really, really stunning. Um, <clears throat> but also an example of of, of, a, of a you know um, a, a, a large scale gallery really taking on board um, complicated and very high level. Um, uh, spatial installation of moving image, multi-channel moving image. Nice. Best install multi-channel variable lighting conditions. Um, <laughs> Fiona Armanston, um, a body that lives at St mm. Paul Street, looking at um, her interviews with four different people that had extremely um, varied experiences of the uh, Asian American Wars, the Second World War, um, from a, a Japanese perspective, but also from an um, American Japanese perspective. Really, really exciting um, bodies of work. But also the work that came to us this year, but was made previously, um, Soda Jerks, um, Terra Nullius, so that was on oh, yes. at City Gallery. Um, the most amazing kind of mashup of. Um, <clears throat> of uh, sort of cinematic sources, transit Tasman cinematic sources, to, to give a very kind of caustic but also um, uh, abject and funny um, view on contemporary culture and political um, issues and agencies um, within uh, Australia. Uh, yeah, it was so potent. I, when I was sitting in there, I was sitting in and watching it in Melbourne um, at Acme, and I was just texting everyone I knew to go, "You bloody get it, get this work to New Aotearoa. You have to, you have to." And sure enough, Robert Leonard, to, you know, emailed back going, "Ah, oh, yeah, it's already programmed. It's already in." So it was on at the festival and on at City Gallery in Wellington. Um, but yeah, just an awesome, awesome piece of work. Yeah, Simon. Okay, I'm running to the bottom of my list. Um, <laughs> uh, and I have to confess, this first one is a meanwhile one. So again, um, but Wei Cheng Chang and Adapeta Ashton's um, video together, um, basically um, uh, weaving together. Um, Wei Cheng has a really interesting practice 
basically looking at ways in which um, Tao Iwi and Māori um, can kind of uh, form relationships which don't take Pākehā as a reference point, um, kind of like move around um, using Pākehā as a kind of, um, or the equal relationship to Pākehā as a kind of... Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Who else? Uh, Bridget Lewity is part of um, mm. uh, the Truth and Consequences circuit screening curated by Erica Balsam. Um, was really incredible. It's about um, Indonesian traditions or stories around Tupaya, mm. um, and just a really interesting way of how stories and knowledges migrate and morph. Um, and it was also really nice to see. Um, Johan Grimomplez's mm. work at City Gallery, um, something I hadn't seen um, installed before. Um, and that's it. Well, folks, that, that's kind of how you, you run an award ceremony with a little budget and then you're now <laughs> uh, for the fine arts. Now, we're going to finish off with uh, our wishes, our dreams for 2019. People want to get a sense of what they'd hope for the future. Uh, sure, sure. Um, I guess I'm on a bit of a Captain Cook vibe today, um, but yeah, next year will be will mark the was it 250th year since the landing of, of Captain Cook on these shores, and so uh, you know, I suppose I'm hoping that art maintains its relevance in in in, in that co- uh, conversation. Um, Full stop, really. Um, we'll see. I think, I mean, uh, yeah. Thank you. Heather? Mine's a quite broad spectrum. Um, a more impactful and collective advocacy about the importance and centrality of the visual arts within society, leading to greater resourcing of and engagement with artists and artworks across governmental, local authority, private and artist-led infrastructures and initiatives. So just a, just a little little thing. Just a little bit. A little <laughs> tiny thing, but, but <laughs> upping, upping, <laughs> upping the profile, upping the resourcing through whatever means we can collectively. I, I don't have the kind of naive expectation that all of a sudden the you know governmental purse is going to open and it's going to be raining, um, you know, mana from heaven. At, at, uh, you know, but but at the same time, I think you know it's interesting with the Arts Foundation are reviewing the way that they're going to be structuring their awards. Yeah. Um, so you know, it feels like there's quite a lot of kind of change happening around. Um, uh, sort of cultures of um, kind of giving, uh, and we still haven't cracked it. You know, most people are still desperately trying to crowdsource their asses off, and and that's a very challenging kind of thing to do and to maintain that kind of energy. Um, Barbarian Productions have been doing some really interesting work in relation to kind of living wage or kind of cultures of employing artists that have a. Um, uh, a sort of a strength to it in terms of um, what kind of remuneration should be offered um, and giving some guidance in terms of how to offer kind of ways of kind of self-organisation to enable that. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, but at the same time, just also sharing the joy and the extraordinary um, and complicated love that visual arts offers us you know it's not it's not all roses but um but actually it's so incredibly important to our world um and to our lives and so we we need to i think yep share and live the love as well beautiful very touching very touching yeah I'm not going for local council or anything. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe one day, but not, not currently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep it in mind. Simon. 
Uh, for myself, I want to rest. Um, I've been too busy this year. And for the arts in general, um, just, to, just to echo Heather less eloquently, I want the um, platitudes and vague promises that have been made by our Prime Minister and Minister for the Arts to turn into meaningful change and a meaningful commitment to, um, to arts and to artists. Thank you. That's a wonderful place to finish. Thanks for joining us on CircuitCast. A thank you to Crave New Zealand for supporting us. And thank you to our producer, Mark Williams. And uh, we'll see you all in the new year.